0: Hey there, this is Hanna McGee and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place.
1: Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond.
0: So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. This episode is brought to you by Skyline Homes. Skyline Homes has a unique approach to land development, Their home construction begins with a disciplined approach to evaluating markets, acquiring land, and creating value through the planning process. Pride and personal involvement in the work that they perform result in superior quality and service. This philosophy has distinguished them from the crowd of other developers in this ever-evolving business. To find out more, visit SkylineHomesDevelopment.com. That's SkylineHomesDevelopment.com.
1: Hey everybody! We want to welcome Chad Pfeiffer to the podcast. I've known Chad now for for many years. As we, I uh, used to be his baseball coach, and he's a good family friend. His, his sister is conveniently married to my brother, and so yeah. we've known Chad for a long time. But Chad, Chad's got such a great story that we want to get into and share with the people in the podcast. He's a, he's a Caldwell kid. He's a Valley View kid, and he said some really cool things after um, some pretty tough adversary. And so, uh, Chad, welcome. We're yes. glad you're here, and okay. we're glad uh, we could chat with you for a little bit. Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. So where are you right now? Are you playing golf? Are you at a tournament? Uh,
2: I will be. Yeah, I will be here soon. But, um,
1: yeah, just
2: uh, yeah, trying to enjoy life every I, day.
1: I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Chad, take us back. This is, you know— it's, it's part of the story. I'm sure it's not always fun to tell. But take us back to um, you're in Iraq, you're in a battle, you're patrolling, um, you're in a carrier, um, and then what happens next?
2: Yeah, so um, I was with the U.S. Army with a third of 509th. Uh, we were airborne infantry unit. But like you said, yeah, we got deployed in October of 06, um, April 12th of 2007. Actually, I should say April 11th. We went out for a mission, um, got into a firefight, and we're battling um, some guys. Um, and then we we ended up not catching them. Our dismount guys got out of the truck, went to try to catch them. Long day trying to search for these guys that were, you know, cowardly shooting at us and then running away. But, uh, we, uh, we got some Intel that there was going to be an IED buried on a route that wasn't too far from our position. Um, and so our commander wanted us to go over there and watch it. Anyways, we went over there, didn't ever end up seeing anything And about two in the morning on April 12th, our truck hit an IED, Mm. um, which resulted in the loss of my left leg. Um, so I was Medevac to Germany and then brought back here to the U.S. down at uh, in Texas, Brooke Army Medical Center, where I did my physical therapy and rehab and, and, of course, met a bunch of other wounded veterans and got introduced to the game of golf while I was there.
1: Yeah, and this wow. is a part of the story I love. I mean, if we're, the, the part that you talked about is the rough part and it's probably not always that fun to chat about, but. Man, not only did you get introduced to the game of golf, but what you've done with it has been tremendous. What, what click, what, how did you, how did you get into golf?
2: Um, I think it was just, uh, I was very reluctant actually to, when I was introduced to it, I was like, eh, golf's kind of a old man sport, or, or sport with, <laughs> sure. you know, for those that had money, it was never an option growing up, um, for me or anyone in my family, but, I think it was, it's a sport that anybody can compete in. And that was, that's, what's so great about golf. So me, I was introduced by a guy who was missing both of his legs. He got both of his legs blown off in an explosion in Iraq. And, you know, here I am only missing one and he's out here golfing. I was like, okay, well I can do this. And so me being competitive, you know, like you said, grew up playing sports and, and loving baseball. Um, was really athletic. So that was one of the things I struggled with after I lost my leg was, man, I'm not going to be able to play any sports or, or, you know, play pickup basketball games or go play softball or play tennis or whatever. And so golf was just kind of there. You don't have to be super mobile. I mean, it, it helps if you're athletic, obviously, but I mean, you can look at some of the guys on PGA tour and think man these guys are doing it what right. uh you know they're they can't be that athletic but just <laughs> I mean looks looks are deceiving obviously but um no so I it gave me a competitive sport that I you know tried and loved and it's one of those I hit a couple off the sweet spot on the golf swing and for anybody that golfs if you get one good shot it feels good and it, and it keeps you coming back so that's kind of how it was for me. And I just, like I said, I fell in love with it. I, I started to look into tournaments I could play in, um, and just kind of went from there.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a really cool story. Not only did you start playing in a few tournaments, you started winning some tournaments. Talk about that success.
2: Yeah, it was, um, I, I got introduced to amputee golf. Um, the national amputee golf association has been running, It's actually the longest disabled uh, golf organization in the U S and it's been running for 75 years, Um, which I didn't, you know, after I lost my leg, I didn't think there was that many people that were missing limbs, but come to find out it's, you know, there's a lot of people out there and a lot of people that have found golf that can enjoy it. Um, But yeah, I I played in the, the first one I played in was 2009. I finished 12th overall and I, I, ended up third in my division which was missing a leg above the knee and I was like well that, I, I just had a lot of fun I got to meet a lot of different people with a lot of different stories you know how they lost their limb um, crazy stories but a lot of really really good people um, and I just kind of found that organization to be very enjoyable to be around the people and anyway so fast forward to 2011 it was the third year playing in it and I ended up winning the whole thing, which was quite an accomplishment for me. Um, and that same year I got, uh, invited to the warrior open, which is a golf tournament for wounded veterans that president Mm -hmm. George W. Bush puts on, Mm -hmm. um, and Mm -hmm. had some success in his tournament. I won the first three years I played in that, which was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so, I started to have some success at some events and actually my, I, a lot of wounded veterans were coming up to me saying, you know, Hey, keep up the good work. We love what you're doing. You know, you're inspiring a lot of people, whether you know it or not. Mm -hmm. And that, that was kind of, that kind of hit home with me because I, you know, here I am just playing a sport and trying to have fun and make the best out of my situation. And I'm impacting the lives of other people. So it was, that hit home for me because I was, you know, like I said, I'm just playing a sport, but I'm inspiring people. So it was,
0: wow.
2: yeah. I, uh, I made it a goal to, you know, try to inspire as many people as I could and and take golf as far as I could.
1: Hmm. That's awesome. And now you you compete internationally. Talk uh, talk to us about some of the places that you've played.
2: Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> after having some success, yeah, just um, got. Introduced to more and more organizations that have uh, golf tournaments around the world, um, and that's becoming, it's growing and becoming more popular as a um, disabled sport. And so there's organizations popping up. But I've, I've been to Japan. I've been to South Africa. I've been to Australia. Um, been to Dubai. Um, you know, all, all over the U.S. I've been. I think I've. I think there's only like three states right now that I haven't played golf in. Um, And so I've been I've been able to, you know, travel a lot and really enjoy, you know, everything that that God has created. But, you know, through the game of golf and it's it's really just been an amazing journey with a lot of really great opportunities. And,
1: And you've had these great opportunities. Talk, talk to the listeners a little bit about some of the people that you've met including the one that you mentioned just a few minutes ago the former president george w bush you guys have become friends
0: you're in one of his books too he drew a picture yeah i've
1: been yeah his portraits of courage book um
2: i was one of his subjects if you want to call that (laughs) but uh, yeah he painted me um as well as i think i don't remember the exact number i want to say like 75 um other veterans that yeah. he painted so cool. um but yeah he's uh, he is quite a character i I've, I've come to know him and really love him and and how he acts and you know for a person that had that much power in the position he was he's really very humble he's very witty he likes to joke around he's he likes to joke with sports and so one of the tournaments that i won I, I was coming up, it was either 17 or 18 and he drove up in his golf cart and he's like, don't blow this man. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> so he's a, he loves to, it, yeah, he loves to joke around. Um, and like I said, he's very witty. So if you try to bust on him a little bit, just joking around, he'll bust you right back. So mm. that's a lot of fun, but yeah, the, through celebrity tournaments um, you know, I've gotten to meet a lot of different people and play with a lot of different athletes you know, Aaron Rodgers, who's been in the news recently, but he's one of my favorites that I've played with. He was very, um, just relaxed and, um, a lot of fun to be around when we played golf with him, but a lot of baseball players, John Smoltz, Greg Maddox, um, Pudge Rodriguez, um, Mm. you know, and then actors for office fans played with Kevin, uh, Mm. or, um, He's plays Kevin from the office, Mm -hmm. but
1: that's how most people recognize (laughs) him.
2: Yeah. 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 So, but no, a lot of different people. And like I said before, I've just, I've been blessed with the journey that I've been on and and really fortunate to have the opportunities that I've had through the game Mm -hmm. of golf. And I'm just trying to, you know, pay it forward and and hopefully inspire other disabled veterans and or anybody with a disability to, you know, get out through golf or, Just prove that, you know, even though you've gone through some adversity, that life's not over. You know, you can keep pushing forward, make the best of the situation that you've got. So,
0: I would like to go back just a little bit when you were actually in recovery. um, Was it down south in Texas, was it? Arizona?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: And I remember, you know, with your sister being our um, sister-in-law, of course, it was a very, very difficult time for you. And, and I know um, I recall you, you or her saying that there, you know, you were depressed. You, you were not in a good state of mind. And so, I remember you saying that golf was kind of your rescue in a way to pull you out. You know, you kind of felt helpless and what you were going to do with your life now because of the injury you had. Um, but I'd love to hear just more about what that looked like and just um, you know, hearing because I'm sure there's many people who have lost something in their lives and they don't know where to turn but yet golf was the answer that helped you get out of that that um difficult time would you share with us a little bit more about what that looked like
2: yeah absolutely it was um it was very difficult um i think the the hardest thing for me was just trying to you know everything plays out in your head and you mm-hmm. have all these thoughts but how how was I going to live my life trying to adjust to this? You know, like I said, being an athlete, it was very discerning for me to think about trying to play sports or when the day come that I had kids, you know, yeah. if I was going to run around, be able to run around with them and, and do stuff with them. Um, but of course, I had my family came down and visited me after I first got injured, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of support behind me, which is one thing that you know not everybody has that with yeah. if they get injured in the in the military um so very thankful that I had a very supportive family um but once they had kind of gone and the times in between they were visiting it was very depressing for me to just sit there um you know and like I said again just thinking about what was going to happen how my life was going to play out now that I was missing a leg and everything was so new to me. You know, it was, you know, easy to think about the negative stuff and that stuff creeps into your head a lot, which I know it does a lot of different veterans after going through Mm -hmm. something traumatic. Um, but yeah, once, once I got up on my prosthetic, I quickly found, you know, okay, it's not as hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was very challenging, learning how to walk and, Mm -hmm. and learning how to, be mobile again. But once I kind of got used to that, I pushed myself. I made it a priority to get as good as I could walking on the prosthetic. And around the same time was when golf was introduced to me. And so that golf really allowed me to get away from reality, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, yeah, I would be able to go out to the golf course after therapy in the mornings. Um, and just kind of, if I was frustrated or if I was feeling depressed, there was that little white range ball that Mm -hmm. I could hit as hard as I could. And, you know, it couldn't hit me back, which (laughs) was probably, probably a good thing. But, uh, no, it it gave me something, you know, I could kind of take out my anger if I was feeling frustrated or, you know, if I was feeling sad or, or depressed, you know, just be able to have an, an outlet, Mm -hmm. um to go out and kind of escape reality. So it really was very therapeutic for me to get out there. Um, you know, physically I was, it gave me different terrains to get out on the prosthetic, walking through sand, um, or up and down Hills. But I would say more importantly, the mental aspect, the mental therapy that it gave me, just Mm. like I said, being out there, having golf to escape to. So it was, uh, again, part of my journey, but a very important part because it, uh, I do, I credit golf for kind of saving my life and it, cause it was there when I was depressed. And so it's, it's been, uh, amazing to have golf in my life.
1: So you mentioned okay. earlier, and I know this is true about you about paying it forward. And, and I know that that's what you're working on. I know it's important for you to reach out to other guys that have um, that have gone through similar stuff, but if the, if there's somebody listening to this podcast today that might be in a tough situation like yours, or might be a, you know, could be a veteran with a with an injury that just hasn't been able to get over the hump, or is in a, you know, in a in a bad place, what would you what would you say to that guy?
2: Um, first and foremost, obviously, don't give up. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's there's a lot of different resources to help people that have negative thoughts. Um, but I would say give golf a try. Find, and even if it's not golf, find something that you're passionate about that mm-hmm. you can kind of use to get out. You know, some some people it's been um, you know, shooting, just going out target practice. There's organizations that have, you know, different uh different kind of guns you can go out and shoot um, or hunting or fishing, like I got into fishing a couple years ago and, uh, you know, it's very therapeutic in itself too, but finding something that kind of drives you, keeps you looking forward to the next day. Um, and like I said, for me, that was golf, yeah. but, um, there's find just find something you're passionate about. You know, president Bush found painting is kind of a stress reliever for him. Um, You know, painting is a great way to just kind of escape reality. You can paint what you're feeling. You can do whatever. But finding something that you're passionate about, I would recommend, you know, golf, like I said before, just because anybody can play it. I've played golf with people that are missing all four of their limbs. And they're able to get out and golf and and really enjoy it. And it's it's incredible the people you meet along the way. There's a lot of different organizations um, for disabled golf um, That can help you if you don't have equipment. You know, we can. I, my, I've got three other amputee friends that I've become good friends with through um, disabled golf, and we've started a nonprofit called Moving Forward. Um, and so we we can provide equipment for people who maybe can't afford it. Um, right. We do we do clinics at we we do hospitals all around the country. We like to focus on children's hospitals. Um, just cause sadly, there seems to be more people at those hospitals that can, and introducing people at a young age too, right. To the game of golf is, can be helpful for them growing up. But, um, yeah, w- there's a lot of good resources and organizations out there for disabled golf. So I would say give that a try. Yeah.
1: So Chad, if, if, uh, people want to contribute or find out more about moving forward, uh, do you have a, is there a website that they can go to or how can they get more information about that?
2: Yeah. movingforward.org, And that's for, uh, for, for anyone that golfs for is when you, uh, errantly hit a shot that's heading in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's spelled F O R E. Um, so moving forward is F O R E W A R D. Um, but, yeah, go there, um, find out our resources. We have links to if you want to get on the competitive side and play tournaments or try out a tournament. Um, and those and the disabled tournaments are great because they're, there's probably, you know, 20, 30 guys that can probably win, but then there's 70 to 80 that come out that they know they're not going to win they just come out there for the camaraderie to hear the stories, to meet new people. Um, so yeah, we've got links to different tournaments on our website. Um, but yeah, it's, you can give back or just to help you get into the game of golf. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what you're looking to do. So yeah, check that out. And then, you know, any kind of Google search, just disabled golf, and you'll find a lot of links to different organizations. Um, that can be helpful.
0: So. And we'll have all the information in our, <clears throat> in our notes too. Um, so now you are actually back, you live now back in Nampa and kind of the area you grew up kind of a f- full circle and you have a family. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. So my wife Summer and I grew up here, like you said, um, but we've got three boys now, Grady, Lucian and Barrett mm-hmm. um, who are almost 10, almost eight. And our little guy just turned five. So they're growing up quick. uh, Yeah. We moved back here five years ago now and really just love this area. I mean, we have a lot of family, um, throughout the treasure Valley and just, you know, growing up here, it was something we, we moved away. I went through the golf Academy of America down in Arizona after about a year after I got, uh, injured and moved back here to Idaho. Um, so we spent about almost seven years down there, but moved back here to be closer to family, let our boys grow up, um, Mm -hmm. you know, with cousins and and people that we knew, but, uh, yeah, just love this area. They're playing baseball now, which I grew up and loved and love it. So yeah, it it was, uh, you know, a lot of, obviously a lot of negative things we can say about COVID and the pandemic, but, uh, it gave me a lot of extra time because all my tournaments were getting canceled and it really, it allowed me to help coach my boys in baseball. And so I'm, I'm helping coach them again this year. You know, I, I've, I feel like, again, I'm thankful because of that, you know, it gave me the time to help coach the boys, but John, you, I know you had mentioned, you know, you helped coach me when I was younger and, you know, a few years after uh, high school and college for you, but uh, i think it's uh, very important you know to be involved in the community which i know both of you guys are very much so um but helping our kids grow up with you know good role models learning learning stuff the right way and so you know hopefully i can be a good i'm i'm head coach this year which is it'll be <laughs> interesting awesome. i've been yeah. assistant coach i have i'm usually not one for words like you know i i've done it enough now that i can do public speaking but talking to kids you know i i remember one year just after high school i was coaching help coaching the titans mm-hmm. uh with brian swagger and uh who's now the head coach for middleton yes. But um mm-hmm. he uh he turned to me after one game it was towards the end of this season and he was like uh hey you know you got any words for the kids you know and I was like no I'm, I'm good like <laughs> but I, I just have yeah so growing up you know and after I got out of high school and college it was tough for me to find words to express to especially younger kids because I didn't know what to tell them I didn't know how to you know be positive influence form and and whatnot but so hopefully now I'll be better I'm, I'm like I said, I've done some public speaking or a lot of public speaking, but I'm, I feel like I'm better at it and being around the kids now it's, it's fun for me because, you know, you can be positive. You can teach them the right way how to play sports and, yeah. you know, I have good sportsmanship, and, and, uh, so it's, it'll be a lot of fun for, for me. That's awesome. I love it. <clears throat>
0: You'll have the words since you're a dad now, you'll, you'll
2: find them. I, yeah, that's definitely, that definitely helps too, being a parent and having those day-to-day interactions with your kids, teaching them right and wrong. But, uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Definitely.
1: Well, Chad, your, your story is an inspiration and we're glad that you could come share it with us for a few minutes. We know you're, uh, we know you're on a tight schedule today, and um, we're, we're grateful that you joined us. Yes. We're grateful for what you're doing in our community and just what a great example you are of of, of overcoming big obstacles and doing great things with that. So, mm-hmm. Chad Pfeiffer, thanks for joining us today.
0: Yeah, thank you. I
2: appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yes. Okay, Have thanks, a great buddy. day. Yes, See you yeah. too. Take
0: care.
1: Yeah. Sure. bye Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com.
0: You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iheart2c. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.